New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. World-renowned leadership consultant, John C. Maxwell, was once famously quoted saying, if you wouldn't follow yourself, why should anybody else? Everything rises and falls on leadership, and regardless of the size of your organization, whether you're a one-man band, whether you're a large organization with lots of staff, leadership plays a significant role. In this upcoming series of podcasts, I have uh, world-famous leadership consultant Peter Cox from Leading From Growth coming on the show, and he's talking about four specific areas of leadership within organizations. We're speaking about allowing yourself to be led. We're talking about finding the right people to lead you. We're talking about whether or not you're the right person to lead your organization. And then we're talking about how to find leaders within your organization. Peter's also very generously offered for the first 100 listeners a free copy of his book, which is called The Dream is Everything, which you'll be able to get through the show notes on the site shed. And likewise, there'll be a link there where you'll be able to download a free copy of the 12 Leadership Essentials. So I thoroughly encourage you to check that out. Anyway, stay tuned. Hope you enjoy. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello and welcome back to Toolbox Talks. And in today's episode, we are conducting the first the first episode of a three-part series on leadership. And we haven't covered leadership yet, but it's an extremely important element to any business. And uh, today I've got co-hosting me on this first episode, Peter Cox, who is probably, cons- I would say definitely one of Australia's most uh, prolific leadership coaches, if not the world's. Um, I've known Peter for a very long time and he's helped me through multiple uh, facets of my, of my business. And I could pretty confidently say I probably wouldn't be sitting here doing this recording if it wasn't for the influence Peter's had uh, with me over the years. So, um, Peter, welcome to the microphone. Thanks, Matt. Uh, mate, it's good to have you on the show. I'm, I can't think of anyone more qualified to, to speak on the topic of leadership. I mean, I know I know you've you have strategies that you implement right around the world, and I've I've personally seen you speak in front of huge audiences overseas. So um, I know you're I know you're a very busy man, and we appreciate your time, and I'm sure the listeners will as well. I'm looking forward to trying to bring about a change in thinking when it comes to leadership, so that I can add value to your listeners. Yeah, that's fantastic, and I know you've done a lot of work with uh, trade organisations over the years. Um, and implementing, I suppose, leadership strategies into that into that structure. Uh, there's a, probably a lot of our listeners out there that you know aren't really familiar with leadership uh, per se. Do you just want to give us a bit of a background as to how you how you I suppose got into the leadership field, and then how you I suppose from there segued into implementing that into trade organisations? Certainly, over the last uh, 28 years, I've uh, owned my own. Business. I actually have three businesses that I own and, and run, and I had the good fortune to uh, meet a very successful 
entrepreneur who taught me all the key facets of leadership uh, about 25 years ago. Um, sadly, Jim passed uh, three years ago in August. But one of the key contributing factors to my success in business and in my life was allowing myself to be led. And that is a key principle to not only learning about what leadership is by someone that understands leadership, but to actually help you become a better leader in the organisations that you run yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's actually, um, I suppose, going to be the first the first episode of this three-part series where we're going to talk about allowing yourself to be led. Um, just before we dive into that, though, how did you... Um how did you find yourself working working with trade organisations? Well, I took uh, the leadership templates that I created globally and I took them into the trade industry uh, with, and with several large uh, plumbing organisations where the owners of those businesses reached out to me because they were starting to develop, develop significant uh, organisations in relation to the number of people they had in their business and they realised that it wasn't just about being good at what they did with their specific trade in the plumbing industry. It was about how could they lead their organisation better and empower and equip people to be better in relation to the people they had around them. And that's uh, I, I was just uh, contacted by several successful tradespeople and went in and uh, presented what I did with my leadership dynamics template. And, uh, yeah, some of those relationships now are 15 years old. Yeah, fantastic. And um, you, as you know, you are actually your name was put forward from um, Alan Ferguson from um, from the Amiga Services Group, um, <clears throat> and we had already spoken prior to that. But just so you know, um, he's the one who uh, suggested your name as well. So thank you, Alan, for that. Yeah, thanks, Alan. I've uh, known Alan for uh, a very long period of time, and uh, he certainly. Uh, a successful, uh, I would call him an entrepreneur actually in, in the trade industry that really is sold out to uh, not only developing himself but developing his people. Yeah. And that's really what leadership's all about. So some of the problems and pain points that you would typically see, you know, I suppose on your global journey of, of organisations or even individuals that um, don't have leadership in place. I mean, what would some of them be? I mean, obviously, I suppose uh, company culture is going to be a, a significant one. Uh, not not having anyone that can sort of advise you or steer you in the right direction, I imagine, would be another one. Trying to maybe be too much to too many people could probably come into play, and then maybe you know your the business not growing the way you want it to. Are they sort of typical problems you see, or what? What are some others? Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned culture. I mean, if you look at the Fortune 500 companies from the year 2000, uh, and that's only 16 years ago, you'll find that more than half those companies on that year's list are out of business today. In spite of how successful they were, in spite of their great history, their successful products, um, their stock performances, 50% of the Fortune 500 companies from 16 years ago are finished in business. Why is this? There's two key components to this, loss of leadership and loss of culture. You mentioned the word culture. Culture is leadership. When I go into new organisations and new teams, I work in professional uh, rugby league in the National Rugby League as well. I was with Manly for seven years with Des Hasler. I'm currently with Michael Maguire, my third year at South Sydney. 
the Australian women's football team, Alan Stajic, of, uh, um, who's the uh, head coach of the Matildas, who've just qualified for the Olympics. I've been on that journey with them for the last 12 months. When I go into new teams or new organisations, whether in the trade industry or any other industry, I either see good culture or bad culture. And good culture and bad culture is driven by leadership. You either have good leadership in an organisation or bad leadership in an organisation. Leaders build and drive the culture. And without effective leadership, it's, you will not develop a winning team culture. And uh, that is a real key facet to developing a successful organisation. What is your culture like? Yep. Okay. So, um, all right. Well, why don't we just dive into this first episode? So, what we're going to talk about is, you know, allowing yourself to be led. Um, I suppose, realistically, a lot of our listeners out there aren't from large organizations. They may be one, you know, one man band. They may be two man band. They may have up to five guys. Um, however, I, I, I feel there's a pretty big disconnect, you know, in that marketplace where people, perhaps aren't willing to allow themselves to be led properly or they don't really understand what it means to be led. So so let, let's talk about that. I mean, what, why, why do we need to allow ourselves to be led? Firstly, uh, I think it's very important for your listeners to understand um, that some of the clients I have are sole traders. Okay. They don't run large organisations, but they understand the value of this principle. Some of my clients have three to five people in their business, and some of them have two, three hundred people in their business globally. Yep. But the principle is the same principle, whether you a sole trader or run a multinational corporation. In relation to being led, all great leaders are led. Robert Friedland, the American mining mogul, led Steve Jobs. So Steve Jobs was led. Mahat Gandhi led Dr. Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela. Socrates led Plato. I was, I was led for 22 years. The biggest loss in my life was when my mentor passed three years ago in August. And I, I've got someone else that leads me today. And I think it's very important your uh, listeners understand that I'm so convicted about this principle. I don't believe you can teach what you don't do. And I was actually in Bali last weekend sitting down with, with a guy that leads me, that invests into my life to make me accountable and to grow me as a leader and as a human being. Okay, so it's very important your viewers understand that. Mm -hmm. being, being led is a serious strategy. Yeah. It will stimulate and agitate your thinking that will lead a change in your behaviours. It will grow your leadership potential and the people you have around you. It will empower you. Nobody has all the answers. It will increase your influence. It will allow you to be on your business instead of in your business. It will drive accountability and respect into the person that's allowing themselves to be led. It will validate some of your key strengths that you need to grow even more to help you become more successful on, on the journey of life. And most importantly, the key to it is, is to have someone lead you that's independent, that has fresh eyes, that can look from the outside in and challenge you about everything you're doing. And that is a that is one of the reasons why people won't allow themselves to be led because people don't want to be challenged. Yep. So I'm trying to answer that question, Matt. So tell me this, Pete. You know, in, a, in an organisation, so in, well, I mean, how do people go about finding somebody that can lead them? Like who, who do you look for? What are the questions you need to be asking? Like, you, I mean, you hear all the time people taking advice from, you know, the wrong people. How do you know who, how to take advice from the right people? 
Okay. Obviously, the best way to find a good leadership mentor is through referral of people that are having a very successful journey with that mentor. But it's not just about money, but you have to look at the person that's going to mentor you. What are their values like? How long have they been married? For example, I've been married 28 years, 31 years with my wife. I think that is part of success, learning how to, to go through that and navigate your way through your personal life. Maybe we'll get Debbie on the show to um, to contribute on that front too, eh? Oh, that would be a very long, long <laughs> She loves me. Your <laughs> <laughs> uh, viewers haven't got hours, mate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you could uh, laugh, though. Funny. Okay, so... What are some of the areas that you that you implement leadership into from from say like a director or a business owner's perspective? What are you what are you coaching them? Like where do they need to be led? Okay, in relation to where they need to be led, they need to be led firstly one on one in a formal manner. Okay, there needs to be formality around the process when you're led by someone. So, in relation to the the clients that I lead, I have either four or eight hour sessions with them. It might be one person for four to eight hours, or it might be six in their team over eight hours. But everything that I do, I work one-on-one with them and everything is formalised and goes back to the people that they report directly to. I'm doing the macro and then the person they're accountable to does the micro, which strengthens that relationship and alignment between those two individuals. Okay, gotcha. So you're kind of following like a bit of a framework, a structure in order to get the information that you need so then you've got, you know what you can be working with. Is that right? And to ensure that uh, there is complete trust, there there is transparency with my process. No matter whether you say good or bad to me, that goes back to the owner of the business or the uh, person you report directly to because we have an issue and it needs to be resolved. We have an idea and it needs to be implemented. Yeah. Pete, tell me, like, so with organisations that, I mean, as, as as the director of a company, you've sort of done everything you know, your own way for a long period of period of time. Do you get a lot of resistance with directors and business owners in regard to, you know, somebody coming into their lives and now trying to like lead them in a, in a different direction or showing them different ways to do things? That's a great question. And the answer is yes, I get resistance. I still run a very successful business, but I get resistance because it takes humility to allow yourself to be led. Mm-hmm. good example of that is when Malcolm McGuire, the head coach of South Sydney, contacted me in November 2013 when I was speaking at a leadership conference in Singapore. Mm-hmm. I'd been with Des Hasler for seven years at Manly. Des went to the Canterbury Bulldogs. They had two years out of the National Rugby League. I wasn't looking to go back into that business model. And Malcolm McGuire reached out to me and said that he had a leadership mentor at Wigan in the Super League for two years. He'd been in Australia for two years and lost two grand final qualifiers and he had chewed up three guys that weren't good enough to lead him. He said, I'm looking for someone that can lead me to make me accountable as the NRL head coach of South Sydney. That takes humility and our relationship now is in its third year. We have we go through the good times and the bad times together. No one has all the answers, but it's, that is high-level thinking when someone reaches out to you and understands the value and the power of this independent principle. I imagine that scenario, Pete, would be relatively rare when you're dealing with um, 
when you're dealing with smaller organizations i mean obviously you know th- this fellow sort of had a had an idea of and he had a bit of background with with being led what are, what are some of the you know mo- the obstacles that you might encounter with smaller organizations well firstly is it worth the investment mm-hmm. because obviously um there is a uh, there is a cost to that type of process yep um being challenged about Maybe things that you've been doing the whole time that they could be uh, they they could be done better. Being challenged about the people you surround yourself with, being challenged about how your relationship with your business partner could improve at a board level or a business level. So when you're led independently, it means that person doesn't have an agenda. They're not emotionally tied to the vision. They're not emotionally tied to the people. And that is why it's such an effective but very challenging process. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, look, I suppose um, in, in allowing yourself to be led, if I'm going to be honest with myself and the listeners are going to sit there and be honest with themselves, what are some of the key things that somebody should consider, you know, maybe some questions they might be able to ask themselves in order to assess, okay, I could potentially do with, with some help from some leadership advice here? Okay, for example, what leadership challenges are you facing right now for your business? But how how would I know that? I mean, what what sort of areas would this affect? And if I'm going to be asking my, if I want the listeners out there to be asking themselves direct questions, sure. Would it be something in the in the realm of okay, am I is my company culture good enough? Am I selling enough? Is my you know is my uh, um, am I staff presenting themselves properly? Like what sort of areas? Just maybe three or four. That, uh, that- yeah. For, for example, do you have a clear and concise vision that you are driving into the business where you have alignment? Ooh. Do you have alignment to your vision? Yeah. Okay. Do you have unity and harmony in the, in in your business? What is the emotional scale, the emotional tone of your business like? How effective are the people that you have around you? What, ex- what expectations have you set? What will you accept and what won't you accept as the owner of the business or the leader of the business? Yep. The, when you look at the organisational chart, what does that organisational chart need to look like in 12 months' time if you want to take the business to the next level? Mm-hmm. Do you know what personalities you need in specific roles? There's four types of personalities. Yep. Yeah. And how do you, you how do you recruit people into your business to ensure you're bringing the right personalities into those right roles? Yep. And then I suppose from there you're looking at how you can keep them. <laughs> and then most importantly, to not lose people that you can't afford to lose. Yeah. Are you being a lid on the business? Yeah, and that's, I suppose, one of the topics we're going to cover in, in following episodes. You know, are you the right person to be leading your organization? So, look, I think that kind of sums up a lot of, well, pretty much most of what I want to talk about with allowing yourself to be led. Is there anything there that you, you'd like to add or you, you think that we may have missed? It takes humility yeah. to be led. Trust develops over time and makes the relationship even more effective as you see the results of the independent partnership of being led. You must commit to the process. You'll only get out of it what you're willing to put into it. And you grow most when you are uncomfortable. Most people don't want to hear the truth and therefore never reach their leadership potential. 
you it's it, this this allowing yourself to be led the process is reliant on open and honest communication and transparency that is how this process works and that's what leads to amazing change within individuals within teams when within the business yep mate i think you know what i think that's i think that's some um some really strong takeaways actually you know you grow the most when you're out of your comfort zone i think that's true across the board whether it's in business or or personal i suppose that's another thing we haven't even really um we didn't really touch on. I mean, we're talking specifically about being led, you know, in a in the in a business realm. Um, does the, does the same thing apply in your experience from a personal realm? I've led I, all my clients that I lead, either uh, from a business standpoint. I also uh, am able to assist them with making better decisions in their own personal life and their own relationships as well. Yep. As the trust grows. Yep. Why? Because I've been 31 years with the same lady. I've been married for 28 years. Um, I've got two sons, Dane, 22, Jared, 20. I know what it's like to build businesses and have a family and make it all work. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes the conversation goes down the personal realm more than the business realm when I meet with that particular client. I suppose they go hand in hand, don't they, very often? I mean, you, we had this who was one of the last uh, podcasts we did with with Ben he was talking about you know how i suppose making sure that you know at the end of the day having a successful business will impact your personal life significantly you know especially when it comes to the whole money scenario which we're not going to talk about but i suppose the the moral of the story there is you know one thing certainly does affect the other and having a successful home life will impact the business even more yeah okay all right. Well, look, I think that's um, pretty much wrapped up what I wanted to talk about there. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I just uh, – the reason why I've, um, I'm happy to do this with you, Matt, is because I've seen you grow and change over the years with this with this principle that you and I utilised on numerous occasions of allowing yourself to be led. Like when I first met you uh, probably 10 years ago and I look at where you are now and where your life's at and what you're doing in your life, you know the power of this principle of being led. Yeah, absolutely. And as I as I said in the, the beginning there, you know, there's, for sure there's no way I would have, um, I suppose, had the foresight or the, the guidance to be in this position if it wasn't for those those following those principles. So I'm a bit of a testament bit of a testament to the fact that I, you know, leadership can can form a very very strong and significant area of your business and life. So the real value for your listeners, just to wrap this up, is there's one thing that they take from our conversation that brings about a change in their thinking, which will result in a change in their behaviours to help them become more successful. And what we've just shared has been tremendous value for your listeners. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, well, on that note. Um, Let's wrap it up and we'll come back with the following episode where we're going to talk a little bit about finding the right people to lead you. So um, thanks for joining us on the mic, Pete, and stay tuned, listeners. I hope you're enjoying this series on leadership. If you'd like some more information about Peter, he's offered a free copy of his book to the first 100 listeners. So if you want to head across to the show notes, you can download a copy of that book there. While you're there, click on the link to download a free copy of the 12 Leadership Essentials. The topics that you learn within that document, you can apply directly into your business. So thank you very much, Peter, and enjoy listeners. 
So if you haven't already, head across to the SightShed.com and register for our Toolbox Talks, where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox, so you'll never miss one. Uh, if you want to join the community, you can head across to the SightShed.com forward slash members, where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material, as well as access to our forum, where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000 percent return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.